If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right. A monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. It's Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome to the show. It's a hump day. When is it a hump day? It's usually Wednesday or Wednesday, but it doesn't really matter now, does it? What day is it? Does anybody really know what time it is? I know that it's uh, a weekday, so I'm bringing you a uh, sports talk show from my house, girl. From 9 to noon Pacific time, noon to 3 on the East Coast. Uh, I've been doing this show Ugh, almost 20 years now. Didn't you ever want to do more? I wanted to be a cowboy or a ballerina or an astronaut, but it didn't work out. Um, but 1-800-878-PLAY is the uh, number to get you in. 1-800-878-7529. And I talk about all oh, the sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket. I think for a radio host, too, you say, oh, wow, you can wear sweats and have bedhead. Like, I can do that normally, too, in the studio. So it's not that much of a stretch. Uh, always eclectic guests on the show. I'm going to have John Brankus back with us once again. He's been on a few times. Of course, he is the ESPN award-winning host of Sports Science. He's here on behalf of the Navy SEAL Foundation. Uh, also, Alexis Glick, you might know her, not Jiminy's wife. That's Dixie. But Alexis Glick, CNBC, Fox, NBC business anchor, and she's now the CEO of Gen Youth, and she's going to talk about getting um, nutrition and food to uh, students uh, because of the pandemic. And uh, famous attorney and author James Bostwick is going to join us. Not Barry Bostwick. I had him once. But James Bostwick at 1040. Uh, 104, good buddy. And he's going to sue someone. I don't know who it is. I hope it's not me. Girl, you better regulate before you litigate, check yourself before you wreck yourself. All right, you know the rest. 1-800-878-PLAYER and the number to call, 1-800-878-7529. Big shout-out to our brave men and women in the military. Thank you for tuning in on AFN. I'm a FAN of you. If you want to get on the Twitter, it is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Let's do this. 
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you a 1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? Then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is, you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Wherever you are, it's great to have you with us. In this great land of ours, 1-800-878-PLAY to get in, and uh, we will hear uh, what you have to say as we wait for sports. This is what we do. We're waiting and waiting. 
Uh, the president announced yesterday that he's putting together an advisory group that will work to reopen the country economically, yes. Uh, and then there's a whole thing between governors and King Trump. I'm not here to talk about that. But when are we going to get our sports back? But a large collection of these advisors is an entire section dedicated to sports. You might remember a few weeks ago, Trump had a conference call with all the commissioners. And so part of this advisory group, uh, which is apparently going to take, um, they're going to have a call today, according to Sham Sharani of The Athletic. It's called the Great American Economic Revival Industry Group. The American North American Dodgeball Association of America was the other name they were thinking of. The <laughs> Great American. They got to put great. It's huge. It's great. The Great American. I'm pretty good with, I think I'm pretty good at making fun of people. I just cannot do a Trump. I don't know why. It's going to be huge. You fired. The Great American Economic Revival Industry Group is uh, calling on <clears throat> 16 people in the world of sports. And they are um, the commissioners of our four biggies, Adam Silver, Rob Manfred, Roger Goodell, and Gary Bettman. The UFC's Dana White, who years ago um, wanted to come on my show, and I like never heard of him. And people are like, you turned down Dana White? And I'm like, is he somebody? The PGA's Jay Monahan, the LPGA's Mike Wan, USTA's Patrick Galbraith, MLS's Don Garber, Vince McMahon of the WWE, who just had to file for bankruptcy for the XFL, and it's not coming back, which sucks. NASCAR's Lisa Kennedy. And then he's bringing in his buddy Bob Kraft, owner of the Patriots, Jerry Jones, uh, the... Um, Head coach, of course, I mean, sorry, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. NWSL's, that's uh, the soccer league, Lisa Baird, and the WNBA's Kathy Engelhart. And one more, one more, Mark Cuban of the Mavs, who's been very outspoken and typing things like, do your effing job on Twitter, and he says that he just might run for president this year. So, we do know that Robert Kraft <clears throat> gave uh, Donald Trump a million dollars when he was running. We know that Jerry Jones gave Donald Trump a million dollars. So I think it's savvy to bring a guy in like Cuban. I'm surprised because I usually think this president likes to fall, uh, you know, um, have people around him who fawn all over him and are very obsequious and ostentatious and just syncophantically kisses behind and then if they don't he just fires them so i think it's actually a surprisingly good move because mark cuban is a very smart guy when it comes to business very smart guy he's savvy he's 61 he's probably in his prime when it comes as a businessman so and you know a guy who's a vocal critic and i think it it shows that you're an adult a grown man or a grown woman when you can bring in someone who is outspoken against you, but you realize that for the greater good, they will help. Now, I have a feeling that Trump doesn't even know Cuban's on the list, but who, <laughs> who knows? But uh, Trump said, we have to get our sports back. I'm tired of watching baseball games that are 14 years old. When he said that, um, R. Kelly said, what would you say about 14 years old? 
Sorry, you'll probably see a joke like that on Spade or somewhere else. <clears throat> but MLB, NHL, NBA, they'd all be playing right now. And ever since Rudy Gobert tested positive, and he's okay now, but every league has done this. And the NFL, of course, is the most popular league in the United States, and they've already adjusted plans for the draft. We talked about that. They're still going to have it, but it's not going to be all together. Um, we know that the Olympics have been pushed back a year and golf and tennis and all that. So uh, is Trump tired of watching games that are old? I haven't watched any games that are old. Do you know what I watched a little bit yesterday? Bulgarian clog dancing. Well, anyway, before that, I watched a rerun, obviously, from last year, Team Handball. Apparently, I have something called the Olympics Channel. And this is this is why it's feast or famine because it was famine TV wise, unless a dramatic word, but it's part of the old adage. When when I was growing up, we had three networks, what no Fox, <clears throat> and then we had um, PBS, and then we had two independent stations. Okay, we had Channel Forty Four and Channel Thirty Six. And we got garbage reruns most of the time. So you basically had six channels, and most of it was trash. <laughs> now, it's still mostly trash, but I have a channel called the Olympics Channel, which just shows old Olympics nonstop. And I didn't even know I had it. I think I've heard about it enough. I didn't even know I had it. But there was a team handball match from Denmark, between Norway and Bulgaria. And I know that my Danes are some of the best in the world. And in fact, when I was at a reunion in Denmark, family reunion, my grandfather's from there, in 1996, one of my relatives was a pilot for SAS, Scandinavian Air Service. And he told me that he had just flown back from Atlanta from the Olympics, the, the Danish team handball team, which won the gold, and he said they came up in a cockpit, and he showed them, they showed them the gold medals. and Yeah, can you imagine that? You used to be able to go in the cockpit. My, my friend Steve, like right before 9-11, he was landing at Logan Airport in Boston, and he asked the stewardess, do you think I could go in the cockpit? She's like, yeah, why not? He actually stood behind the two pilots as they were landing. He wasn't even in a seat. They said, yeah, you want to check it out? Sure. And he's, like, he's, a, he's bigger than me. He's 6'2", but he's a fat guy. He could have totally choked out the pilots. It was a much more simple time back then, <laughs> to say the least. But yes, we would like to get our sports going again. And I can guarantee you that Trump ain't watching these reruns if he's flipping channels. I was actually, the only time I've seen the guy in person, and I want to say it's the only time I've seen a president, a standing president in person, was a couple of years ago at the Army-Navy game in Philadelphia. Trump was down on the field, and I thought the security was going to be horrible. With my media pass, I went through everything. Now, I didn't, can't say I wouldn't have you know, had a weapon. I still had to go through metal detectors, but I was surprised at how lax security was. But Trump was at that. Um, I was in Washington, D.C. when I saw Marine One go over. And there's always Marine 1, Marine 2, Marine 3, so there's like three choppers. You always see one on the White House back lawn, but there's usually two or three of them, and you don't, so you don't know which one the president is in, if you want to take a pot shot with a Stinger, a surface air missile or something. Why am I talking about weapons in the presence? I probably shouldn't do that. I get in trouble. But what I'm trying to say is 
Um, that's the only time I've seen the guy in person, and, and I'm sure that he left at halftime. You know, he goes out there, woo-hoo-hoo, make America great again. And it's, I'm not trying to get anything against him. It's just, you know, even our most sporty presidents. You know, Kennedy loved football. Nick's, Ford played football at Michigan. Nixon liked football. Uh, Taft threw out the first pitch. Yeah, but deep down, I think they got bigger fish to fry. But uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. When we might come, well, we'll come back from a break here in three minutes when sports is going to come back. I don't know. Lines are open one eight hundred. We'll see you in a second on Sports Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 
800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Uh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Um, we've also – we didn't know we'd get him, but we, now we've confirmed him. At 11.10, we're going to have uh, former astronaut Mike Massimino back on the show again. He's here to uh, talk about the Hubble telescope. We had a guy who wrote a book about it yesterday – Science Channel on Sunday is going to be doing a 30th anniversary show about the Hubble. So we got Navy SEAL Foundation coming up next with John Brankus. We're going to talk about Gen Youth, about getting uh, school kids their lunches during the pandemic. We're going to have an author on that's going to talk about how the legal issues have changed during the pandemic. And then we're going to talk about the Hubble telescope. Maybe, and here's the funny thing that makes me laugh in a good way. If it wasn't for the pandemic, this would still be my lineup. <laughs> I, uh, I'll go, I'll get off the information sports superhighway sometimes, but I'll get on the on-ramp real quick again. <clears throat> but as I say, you know, Trump's sick of 14-year-old reruns. But uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, of course, is a guy that we uh, look to. He's always at those horrifying stand-up charades. As they say in England, charade, these, uh, those press conferences do more to hurt than help the country, I think, because it's just, it's fractious and there's a lot of posturing and it's a campaigning and it's patting yourself on the back. It's just so weird. It's all embarrassing. I don't know. It's just all very, very embarrassing. If you think it's cool right now, when you get to my age, stuff like that, I think embarrasses you. Well, let's see. Rick, I'm older than you, and I think it rocks. So Fauci um, was asked about, you know, Trump says we want sports back. So they went to the nation's top infectious disease expert, and they said, when is it coming back? And uh, he said, well, there's no fans, and the players are sequestered. <laughs> he uh, said, uh, quote, there's a way of doing that. Nobody comes to the stadium. Put the players in big hotels, wherever you want to play. Keep them very well surveilled. Have them tested every single week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family and just let them play the season out, end quote. Hmm. Now, Fauci was also asked what the coronavirus specifically means for a shortened MLB season and the start of the NFL season if fans are not in attendance and how that will hurt the leagues. And he said that there will still be plenty of interest. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we saw a, a, a poll from 
the Stillman School of Business at Seton Hall. And <clears throat> when asked, it was basically three-quarters of people said that even when the game, uh, even when the COVID-19 vaccine is out and available, they're still not going to the games. Now, I don't believe that because you're asking them now before there is a vaccine. Right now, nobody wants to go. I remember I was at the game. I called a game. It didn't happen, but game three of the 1989 World Series, I was at Candlestick Park, and I was wearing my Raider starter jacket and my A's hat, and there was a huge earthquake, and I got freaked out, and they go, you can go back, and I'm like, nah. I was still spooked on the stadium. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go back there because I was spooked. People are spooked right now. But after you get the all clear and there's a month of everybody acting normal, I hope, and another month, do you want to go back to the stadium? Nope, not going. There's a vaccine. If you get it, we'll give you a shot. Nope, not going. Eh, that number will come way down. Yeah, it'll come way below. I think it would, there'll still be, I think, maybe about as high as a quarter of the people, but not three quarters. So we know MLB has been brainstorming about beginning of the season in Arizona with no fans in attendance and putting the players in a bubble. And uh, the governor of Arizona, Doug Ducey, Lucy Goosey, Doug Ducey, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, Japanesey. He said that he'd be on board with hosting the games. He told USA Today, I have had discussions with the commissioner of Major League Baseball. While I want to hold the context of those discussions in confidence, I want to let everyone know that Arizona, at the right time, is very open-minded to hosting whatever Major League Baseball would like from the state. At the time, it would be appropriate for public health if Arizona were in a position to reopen. Um, I think he meant the content of the discussions, not the contest, but whatever. Um, Fauci uh, is very interested in seeing baseball back because his favorite team are the Nats. He said, I want to see them play again, which is good. Fauci, they have an article in the Chronicle today about how Fauci has been, uh, you know, this has been his career. He was out here in the 80s in San Francisco working on stuff. But I, you know, you think about, as with anything, we acclimate, right? I think people are pretty resilient. We acclimate, and now this is starting, is it starting to feel a little bit normal, a little more routine? And we look on TV and movies and see people, you know, you see a New York street, just packed shoulder to shoulder with people, and you're like, oh, my gosh, we did that? You now I see people high-five, ooh, he touched. You know, or guys hugging each other, like, oh, my gosh, they hugged after that goal. It all starts to look a little bit weird now. It's going to take a while to circle back stateside and get back into civilian lifestyle, if I can use a military term there. But when I was at um, the comedy store in L.A., and that was, it was about a month ago today. And I was down there and I I called up my buddy who lives down there now, Derek Papa. And I said, we're going to the comedy store. So we went over there and people were making jokes about Cronin. They're like, hey, thanks for being brave. And the next day I continued on to Arizona and right around Coachella on the road, I hear that they've canceled spring training. <laughs> People were like, why did you keep going? I'm like, if I if I have a hotel paid for and, uh, you know, it's paid for and I've taken time off from work, why would I turn around and come back? 
Well, I, to me, that seems a million times more stupid. So I went on some hikes and things like that. Yeah, why not? But um, I'm thinking about like when Derek and I were at that um, that comedy uh, store. That was just a matter of days before those things got shut down because when I came back and I was in Pasadena on the way back, that's when um, Mayor Garcetti, um, he basically closed down L.A. And it remember when we were doing shows here and I said, how long until the Warriors and Sharks close their things down? I go, what's going to happen with the A's and Giants? When I was saying that, I thought it was a remote possibility that the Warriors and Sharks might close down, but I thought there's no way they're going to close down baseball because, you know, there's no roof. and you know, No, we, things change on a dime, you know. And as I said, it's hard to believe that that was just a month ago that I was down in uh, Arizona and, you know, still going to bars in Scottsdale that were just absolutely packed with people. Uh, not anymore, you know, and I tell you what, that seems like 10 years ago. That's because, <laughs> so all, I mean, all you can do now just as a little, you know, tale of the tape is just to try to embrace the things that are going well. I mean, uh, a lot of people who never get to see their families get to see their families now. You know, you're saving money on commute. The environment's better. I don't really care about the environment. Well, you know, I'm not an environmental crazy tree hugger, but you can say, oh, look, the environment's better, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you know, we don't have those hippie organic farmers markets anymore that are a stain on the earth. Just kidding. But uh, I, look, we all want the sports to come back, and people are going to be a little spooked when they do come back. We know that it's going to take a while, and we don't even know if this is the new normal. How we're going to have to socially distance each other? You know, do this three months a year, four months a year, half a year. I heard a scientist yesterday said it'll be September of 2021 before people will all start going back to the stadium again. And I just want to slap that guy in the face. Not because he's the deliverer of bad news. If he's telling the truth, I'd be like, whoa, that's heavy. He has no freaking way, Dr. Evil, no freaking way of knowing it's September of 2021. Now, if he's right, he could be like, woohoo, I'm the SAI guy that said the Astros will win the World Series in three years. He could be that guy. But uh, no, I think uh, a good way to look at it, and it's kind of a defeatist manner, but maybe so you don't get your hopes crushed, is the fact that um, you could say, and I've heard this, just pretend that 2020 is going to be like this, and if it gets lifted before the end of the year, then it's gravy. Uh, I can't do that. That's too long. I sort of think of it as, I hope we get some summer, is what I would like to do. I hope we get all of July. I hope we get most of June. But we do know that April is going to be a 100% lock it down, seal in place. Dr. Fauci, Mr. Trump, everybody else wants it back. We all want it back. All right, when we come back, John Brankus, talk about sports and science. This is the man. Yeah. 
Prepare your vehicle for the weather ahead during Super Start Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on batteries and accessories. Plus, save on your next oil change with five quarts of Valvoline Max Life Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter, just $28.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Tittle and I host the video game review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the program. It's been a while, but uh, our buddy John Brenkus, of course, you know him from the ESPN award-winning show Sports Science. Well, he's here to talk about an event he's got going on Friday 
It's a live streaming event that Kill Cliff is putting on for the Navy SEAL uh, Foundation. John, uh, welcome uh, back to the show. It's great to have you again. Tell us a little bit more about what you're going to be doing here. Yeah, you know, I appreciate you having me back. You know, obviously everything is pretty crazy right now. And, um, you know, I think that what we all really need are words of wisdom on how to be resilient. So the live event that we're doing is on Friday from 7 to 8, and it's all about being resilient. And we're going to be hearing from, you know, Ray Lewis and Andy Stump and some incredible Navy SEALs, you know, Ryan Bader, Robbie Lawler, um, guys who are, you know, really at the top of their game. So we're going to get words of inspiration on just simply tips on how to be resilient um, mindset that it takes to be resilient to bounce back, uh, especially during a crazy time like this. And, you know, there's nobody better than, you know, Navy SEALs and elite athletes to sort of guide our way um, through this. You know, in no way is this, you know, uh, a telethon. This is really what we want to do is almost a public service, something that we think that, that uh, you know, the general audience really needs to hear from the best and brightest minds in the country um, on uh, how to be resilient. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's no better person to tell you that. And I've had SEALs on in the past. In fact, just yesterday, I had Mark Devine on the show, and he was talking about when he started uh, SEAL school, there were 185 candidates at the end. Only 19 graduated, and he was number one in the class. So I think the one thing is, is people will say, oh, my gosh, I'm not Mark Devine. And I think that's where uh, you're going to do – a good job with it because you're going to say I'm not a Navy SEAL either, but let's take what they do, these amazing men, and we'll put it into what we can do. A hundred percent. You know, it's you know I've had the the great fortune of working with some of the best athletes in the world throughout my entire career, and I've also had the great fortune of working with some incredible men and women, uh, men and women in the uh, armed forces. You know, and when I tell them, look, I'm a mere mortal, you know, just average as could be. Um, you know, I, I represent the everyday person, and I really want to learn from the best as to how to stay calm and how to stay focused. Um, you know, I think that this situation in particular, you know, this COVID situation, it, you know, it's one thing to be able to deal with problems that you've created yourself in your own life, you know, making a bunch of bad choices and, you know, sort of suffering the repercussions. But, you know, the, the sort of situation that we're all in right now has just been thrust upon us unexpectedly. So I think that, you know, we're about five weeks into this now, and I think we're all trying to wrap our brains around, you know, how permanent is this? You know, when when do we bounce back to, quote, normal? Is there going to be a new normal? Um, that uncertainty certainly is uh, requiring us to be resilient and requiring us to understand that we're going to have to dig deep um, in terms of, you know, really thriving. I also think one of the other things I think we can learn from Navy SEALs, and I've always been told that at SEAL training, the, the linebacker types, they are the first to ring the bell. But it's those wiry, thin guys who just say, the only way I'm leaving is if I'm dead. And so really it's, it's a lesson in the power of your mind. And you can be five foot two, 98 pounds, and you can still be just as mentally strong, which I think a lot of people don't know that they can be. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting how 
Um, you know, it's, it's not the, you know, size of the dog in the fight, but the fight in the dog. And, you know, that's certainly true for us. You know, we are, you know, in terms of being, uh, you know, incredibly resilient, it's something that all of us possess. You know, it, it crosses, you know, race and religion and gender and size and any kind of thing that can separate us out. You know, you got to be able to bounce back. And when you look at, you know, the different hands that are being dealt to people at this time, you know, some people are really, uh, th- you know, some people are really thriving and making out, you know, because COVID is good for their business. You know, for many others, it's awful for their business. Um, and we're just being thrown into it. seems like there there's this massive chasm that's forming um, that's going to require us to, you know, deep, dig deep and to, you know, really um, pull some inner strength out. So, you know, in terms of the kind of person who can be resilient, you're right. You know, it's not just, you know, someone who's, a, you know, elite linebacker in the NFL or an MMA fighter or even a Navy SEAL. Um, it needs to be everyday people. Um, one thing that I've heard is that, you know, average is a choice. You know, being average and, you know, saying, oh, there's nothing that I can do, you know, that's really a choice. So, you know, we're hoping that this event will give people um, a toolbox uh, to really reach into in terms of refining their ability to be resilient. Very well said. A couple more questions for John Brankus, who's going to host a live streaming event Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going to stream, uh, sponsored by Killcliffe Energy Drinks, How to Be Resilient in the New World. Um, your show, Sports Science, of course, was such a phenomenon. And I think, um, I don't know if I give you the the the, cre- the credit or the blame or whatever, but you started such a trend, John, that, you know, I'm watching a baseball game, and they'll show the outfielder make a great catch, and then after the break they'll come back and they'll say, you know, he had a 14.2% chance on making that catch. I'm like, come on, what are you, John Brankus? I mean, everybody's <laughs> going with these. <laughs> Where do they get these numbers from, John? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, we were very blessed to be at the right time, at the right place, with the right networks, and, you know, it, you know, we sports science went on for 11 years and 1,800 episodes, and you know, we feel as though we made you know um, a little dent in the sports universe in terms of being able to reshape the way that we look at sport. Uh, it's interesting because uh, although I I do believe that that we certainly have played a part in the rise of analytics, it was obviously a movement that was going on, and we were just sort of at the forefront of it. But I'm the first one to say, look, don't use analytics as gospel. Um, it's just another factor to consider when analyzing anything. Um, I, I love to say, you know, the expression bigger, stronger, faster does not mean better. Uh, everybody's like, oh, I want the biggest, strongest, fastest guy, or, you know, I want the, you know, I want this particular thing from an analytics point of view. And I'm like, look, if you were to use that metric, you know, Larry Bird probably doesn't play in the NBA. So mm-hmm. there, there, there is an obvious um, intangible aspect that's even more important than what the metrics tell you, but the metrics can guide you um, to understanding how difficult something was um, in order to happen, you know, what the physics underlying actually are, um, and I think that it's really interesting to be able to put sport in, and to look at sport through the lens of science just to give you a totally different perspective, but by no means do I think that analytics are the gospel of sport i think that they're just another thing to consider amen to that yeah when you were doing sports science one of the things that was so catchy about it too was you had great production values and graphics and you had the studio there which kind of looked like a pseudo 
lab as well, and it, it looked like no expense was spared. And if it wasn't, you pulled off like it was. But out of all those episodes, can you think of one or two moments where you were just like, you know, wow, I'm behind the scenes, I'm doing this, and I still can't believe what we've uncovered here? Yeah, and, you know, honestly, I say this, you know, I'm continuing to do work, you know, with some of the greatest athletes in the world, um, just not, not underneath the name of sports science. But honestly, I, every day, every day that I get to work with um, and meet the lead athlete, I, I'm just blown away. And I am saying, oh, my God, how am I here? Um, and it, it's obviously come sort of form, uh, full circle where when we started the show, we actually conceived it in 2006 and launched it in 2007. That's pre-iPhone, just to give people, um, you know, perspective. And now there's a whole generation of athletes who have grown up, you know, you know, kids who were watching it since they were 10, and now they're 23. And they're like, oh, my God, I watched your show growing up, and I can't believe I'm here on the set. Um, it's, it's interesting how that's come full circle because when you start off with the Ray Lewis's and Drew Brees and Larry Fitzgerald's and, you know, now when you have the more, you know, the, the sort of new crop of athletes, it's amazing, you know, but I, I, the thing that blows me the way the most is how there, there's this perception that elite athletes have like sort of this air about them of potentially, you know, being arrogant or, um, you know, just sort of co- super cocky and honestly, the reason why we never paid anybody to be involved in sports science and the reason being is that the best don't want, they don't do it for the money and money is just a byproduct and they want to learn and keep growing. So the thing that's, that obviously it should be surprising to everybody um, is that, look, athletes, uh, you know, lead athletes and elite people in, in their respective fields are willing to do stuff for free because they're going to learn something that's going to make them that much better. So while I'm standing there in awe, of watching what's going on in front of me, the athlete is soaking it up in awe as well because they're learning something. And, you know, that sort of two-way, um, you know, mutual respect is something that I really cherish. Very cool. Last question. When um, the, the sport of golf is such a, a, a torturous psychological game because, of course, the, the inertia is all on the golfer. You're not reacting or getting chased or chasing down everyone. And I've seen, as have you over the years, some of the more – ridiculous uh, items that, uh, you know, the the golf, the medicus, whatever, where the golf club breaks in the middle so you don't swing too hard and the Rodney Dangerfield little target thing. <laughs> what, what is it about sports science and, and golf that you've been able to find? Have you found anything to help the average golfer? Because it just seems like it's we think about that more than any other sport, like how can I win yeah, I, I tell a lot of people ask me the question of what's the hardest sport to play. I would say there are two answers. The hardest sport to play, like off the couch having never done it, is hockey. The hardest sport to be excellent at is golf. Um, and in terms of giving people advice on how to be great at golf, one thing I can tell you is there clearly is not a correct answer in how to swing a golf club. All that needs to happen is that the face of the club needs to be square to the ball upon impact. And you look at everybody from Jim Furyk to, you know, if you look at Jim Furyk and then look at Rory McIlroy or Tiger Woods and, you know, see how different their swings are, there are all different kinds of approaches to generate power. Um, but at the end of the, you know, at, at the point of impact, the club head is flush. So that's just the secret to it. And really not overthinking it. Golf is, is one of these really interesting games where, uh, there's a fantastic book of, called The Zen of Golf, and it just talks about how 
we overthink everything, and golf is the perfect example of, look, every, no two shots are the same, and everything is different, and it's an incredibly unfair sport because the worse you are at it, the harder it is to play. If you're shanking it off the tee, you're hitting from behind a tree that a PGA Tour couldn't get out. You know, a PGA Tour player couldn't get out. So um, if we don't overthink it and we allow our brains to just understand you have to swing the club and be flush at impact, it's amazing how relaxing and not worrying about everything does help your golf game tremendously. Um, and that's really kind of the Bubba Watson approach. You know, he never took a golf lessons. It's kind of self-taught, and he's got this, you know, big, huge draw in his um, in the flight of his ball, and he just plays with it. He just is like, well, I can't hit it straight, so I'm just going to play this big draw. That's one approach that, that certainly does work with golf is just go with what you got and don't overthink it. Very cool. We want to make sure that everybody gets to check out uh, our guest, John Brinkus, uh, brought to you by Killcliffe Energy Drinks. It's going to be a uh, live stream Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. All funds raised will benefit the Navy SEAL Foundation. So real quick, John, where can we see the stream? Yep, you can go to Killcliffe, um, go to the Killcliffe um, YouTube page um, on YouTube, and you'll see the live stream. Um, so we'll be putting it out on social media and um, it, it'll be out there. So, yeah, just go to YouTube and go to the Killcliffe page, and uh, you'll be able to see it. There he is, John Brankus. John, thanks for your time, man, and, uh, awesome. you know, very cool what you're doing, helping everybody out, and uh, stay safe. Hopefully we'll see you soon. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, I'm Double. sure I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back, y'all. The big stuff. Who do you think you are? At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. (laughs) What did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Ah, uh, girl. By the way, Landon Castle, NASCAR driver, is going to be on the show tomorrow. Uh, I know yesterday I said he'd be on today. So we'll have Landon on the show tomorrow. Still to come in about 10 minutes, Alexis Glick will join us from Fox, CNBC, NBC, and she'll talk about feeding our students, student-athletes. James Boswick, uh, who is a uh, famous attorney and author, he has a new book, he'll come on and sue someone. And Mike Massamino. Massamino, fantastico, bigorra, prego, prego, avanti, avanti, questo ragazzo imbecile. The Astronaut, he has a new book, and he'll be on the Science Channel's Hubble Telescope 30th Anniversary Show as well. And your calls. Rick, is it possible to actually talk some sports? I think we'll try to squeeze you. I'm like MTV, no more videos. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY to uh, get in. Uh, we have another hour together. I'm so glad we had this time together. We still have on the other side of this break, Alexis Glick will join us. James Bostwick this hour. And then uh, an hour from now, uh, real live astronaut Mike Massimino will be back on the, uh, the show as well. And uh, we'd love to uh, have uh, what uh, you have to say. Come on in and get heard. Um, got some uh, sad news from the world of Major League Baseball this morning to find out uh, that uh, Damaso Garcia has passed away at the age of 63. And um, if you were a fan of baseball in the 80s, you certainly remember Damaso Garcia. He played over a decade, but mostly with the uh, Blue Jays, and he had a great double play combination with shortstop Tony Fernandez, also recently passed away, <clears throat> but this is a guy who was a uh, very slick fielding second baseman uh, from uh, the Dominican Republic, started his career with the, uh, the Yanks, and uh, he was part of a uh, big trade might remember um, he, along with uh, Chris Chambliss and Paul Mirabella, to Toronto for Tom Underwood, Rick Cerrone, and Ted Wilborn. About that. Remember Rick Cerrone as a Yankees catcher. But Damaso Garcia was a two-time All-Star when I was in college in '84 and '85. Um, he was the best hitting second baseman in baseball when I was a senior in high school. He hit 310. That was back in 1982. Um, and uh, his career came to an end in 1989. This is when the Blue Jays were kind of in their heyday. He had a malignant brain tumor in 1990. And he came back, I remember, two years later, threw out the first pitch. But um, anyway, living to 63, uh, our thoughts with uh, his family and the Blue Jays family as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. We'll talk to Alexis Glick on the other side on Sports Violet. This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. As the coronavirus continues to affect us all, especially older people and those with underlying health conditions, AARP is here, actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing updated information and tips from trusted sources. 
We're hosting weekly teletown halls with the nation's top health experts, advocating on your behalf with national and local lawmakers to help secure sufficient resources to meet people's needs, sharing tools to protect you and your family from fraud, and creating resources for family caregivers everywhere to help keep them and their loved ones safe and healthy. For more than 60 years, we've been here to educate, serve, and fight for older Americans. Today, you can count on AARP more than ever. Join us. We may be apart, but we don't have to be alone. Stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Hour two of three. Great to have you with us coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome Alexis Glick to the program. Of course, you know her from a lot of her TV work as a business anchor on Fox, NBC, also MSNBC. But now she is the CEO of Gen Youth. And you think about how many kids out there rely upon their school meal, which they're not getting it right now. And so thereby, there's a uh, new fund called the COVID-19 Emergency School Nutrition Fund. Alexis, thanks for being on the show. I saw the number 30 million kids. The number could be that high 
that this is their only meal during the day. I cannot believe the number is is that high, but this is why it's urgent to uh, get this fun going, huh? Oh, it is. It is. It's remarkable. And Rick, thank you so much for having me. And and I feel so privileged to be here with your incredible audience who who do so many selfless things on behalf of all of us, and particularly at a time like this. But yes, the statistics are staggering. And you know, I think the reason why folks like me who can normally sleep pretty decently a night are having a hard time sleeping, wondering if we're doing enough, is because the the nature of shutting down school buildings is so unprecedented in the history of this country. And what we're recognizing or what it's calling to attention is it's not that school buildings are fully closed. It's the fact that school buildings must stay open to feed America's kids. And so I keep reminding folks that while we share out in the news that 124,000 schools are shut down, of which 98,000 are U.S. public schools. They're shut down for learning, and learning has moved to digital platforms. But the reality is those 98,000 U.S. public school buildings need to remain open to feed our nation's youth. And as many as 30 million kids daily rely on school meals for their daily nutrition And when you see the record number of furloughs and jobless claims over the last two, three weeks, it just demonstrates how much more that school building is going to be needed. And in this country, frankly, it's ground zero for feeding and the great equalizer. You know, and I wanted to ask you about New York, too, because you are Miss Manhattan. You grew up there. You went to Columbia. You worked on Wall Street. You worked in TV there. How are we doing at ground zero right now? You know, it's a, it's really it's a really interesting thing. You know, New York is the largest urban school district in the United States, and uh, you know, some of the other large ones are ones that are very familiar to you, whether that's um, Los Angeles or or Dallas or Chicago or you know, down in uh, Miami Dade. I, I speak to the superintendent down there very very frequently. Look, the good news is is that in in large urban environments, a lot of folks are stepping up. Uh, for those major schools, uh, major school districts, and since they account for, if you look at the largest school districts in the nation, they account for upwards of 5 million kids. Um, it's a membership of about 12 of them that makes up what's called the Urban School Food Alliance. What we have found, just to be really frank with you, is uh, we launched just over two weeks ago a COVID-19 emergency school nutrition fund. Because while I'm a born and bred New York City kid and we support New York City schools and New York State schools for that matter, what we do is work in school buildings in every zip code in the nation. And so when we launched this emergency school nutrition fund just over two weeks ago, we gave schools the chance to apply for up to $3,000 for resources and equipment to help them deliver meals in a safe um, and secure environment. And what I'll tell you, Rick, that um, I find uh, incredibly um, sobering is that what we're finding is is that the federal government or the state governments here in New York and, and, and everywhere else around the United States, food gets into the school building. Uh, and the federal government and state governments continue to support that, as you've heard the governor talk about here in New York and governors talk about across the United States. Here's the thing. The food getting into the cafeteria is one thing. But it's the people, the frontline workers, the school nutrition teams, the cafeteria lady, the school bus driver, the volunteer in these school buildings who are taking the meal from outside the cafeteria and delivering them in a grab-and-go model to prevent congregation due to this pandemic. Those folks are the people that we're working with on the front lines in our nation's schools across the United States. And what they're asking us for 
is how can you help us get the resources, the coolers, the soft-sided cooler bags, the sanitary um, equipment that we need so that we can change the mechanism of the delivery of the meal from inside the cafeteria to outside in a safe way, whether it's a grab-and-go or via school buses. And so what I'll tell you about New York and every other community in this country, and particularly in rural communities, folks are stepping up, but the need is so great. So when we launched this fund two weeks ago, in the course of less than five days, we had $15 million in requests from over 5,000 schools. The number escalates daily. Uh, it's one of the most sobering and shocking things I've witnessed in, in my career. And, you know, when we did this, we launched a campaign um, with the hashtag for school's sake, asking folks to raise their hand for school's sake to help us feed our nation's kids. And, uh, and what I'd like to think, Rick, is, is, is threefold. Number one, um, people raising their hand. We have this infographic of, of kids with their hands up, with a heart in their hand. You know, one, we want people to put their heart in their hand and whatever little they can do, um, contribute to this fund, which is now $25 million in, in, in requests from school buildings across the United States. Um, number one, can they help us? Can they go to our website, to geniusnow.org, or text to vote with us? Uh, I'm sorry, text, text to help with us. We have a, a texting set up for schools, 20222. But secondly, to thank those frontline workers, those school nutrition professionals, as I said, those volunteers who are standing on the front lines every single day, guaranteeing that the food gets to those kids and families in need. And number three, remind the American people that while this is happening right now during this pandemic, this situation is not going to go away a month from now, not two months from now. The likelihood is it remains throughout the summer. It could very well impact the school building next year. And frankly, in America, every single day, 30 million kids rely on school meals. And now with the number of families being furloughed, it's going to be far more than that. Um, so I pray that coming out of this that we remember the people in the school building who are the lifeline, who are the connection to those kids and families and communities, because I know we couldn't live without them, um, and I know what they're really doing is, 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 is God's work helping those in need. Very, very good. Um, one last question for you. You mentioned, you know, Governor Cuomo and President Trump, we, we've seen with him and, and, you know, even out here in California with Governor Newsom, there's, of course, a, a very uh, much a fractious political climate, despite the fact we're all trying to get through this together. And a lot of times, as you know, in political struggles, the people that uh, bear the brunt of the uh, the pain are the, you know, the, the poor and the disenfranchised and the school kids who need those meals. So while people fight over ventilators and masks, do you, does, does Gen Youth do you get affected by these political struggles? I mean, are you uh, above it, or are you right in the middle of it? You know, um, I like to say that, uh, you know, school buildings are truly the great equalizer. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a red state or a blue state. Every single politician, whether it be on Capitol Hill or at the state level, recognizes that when we shut school buildings down, whether it be for a snowstorm or for a hurricane, we risk kids' lives by them not having access to food on those days. So what I would tell you is, is that, you know, I say to folks, because I appear on TV regularly, we can all do a postmortem later on on what we did right and what we didn't do uh, fast enough or mm -hmm. uh, what we should or could be doing. Here's the reality. When I watch people on television talk right now about when businesses are opening up, my answer is health comes first. But my also my answer is, is that when businesses go back to work, school buildings still remain closed. 
kids still need help. And they're going to need help far longer than this pandemic. And so in my, in my you know, line of work of having, you know, covered economies, you know, work with pretty much, you know, the last four presidents, uh, I can just tell you that, you know, put politics aside. Right now, this is about supporting our next generation, um, supporting, you know, kids in, in rural, in urban, in suburban environments who need our help. And you would be surprised if you just look right in your backyard, in your community, uh, there are tens of thousands, if not millions of kids in need. And so I, what, I, what I can tell you in all the conversations that I've had with um, our partners at the federal level, our partners at the state and local levels, is everyone is rising up and recognizing we need to do something. The problem is the need is so urgent. And right now, when I'm sitting here with a $20-plus million deficit in requests that in weeks' time could be 50 or $100 million, um, that's what gives me heartburn. We need everyone collectively to put their heart in their hand and figure out how we can help these kids, how we can help these frontline workers in schools, and put politics aside and recognize that we don't want any parent, any caregiver in the United States waking up wondering, will I be able to feed my kid the next day? Well, it's amazing work being done, of course, uh, and using your, your experience and your celebrity to help. We've been speaking with Alexis Glick, the Gen Youth CEO for the COVID-19 Emergency School Nutrition Fund. Uh, real quick, once again, people are listening. They want to help. What can they do again, Alexis? Yes, we would be um, so, so deeply appreciative and thank you and just honored. Every dollar counts. There are two ways in which you can help us. You can go to genyouthnow.org uh, directly to our website. Or you can text schools to the number 20222. And uh, believe me, every single dollar counts right now, and it makes a remarkable difference in the lives of these kids. So I thank you so much, Rick. I thank all of the folks who are listening to you right now. Um, there's no one who loves or appreciates our armed forces more than me. And um, you guys are the front line protecting us every single day, and these are the front line you know, protecting our kids right now. And, and so I feel blessed to have joined you today. Well, everybody has to rally, and you're certainly doing your part. Alexis, thanks for all your great work. Best of luck. And um, let's, uh, let's catch up down the road. Hopefully we got some good news. I would love to do that. I'm, I'm yours at any time, and thank you so much for, for what you're doing and for letting me share our message. Okay, great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline USA. $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans, then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. 
Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851, Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Why would you say something like that? Oh, yeah, because I wrote it and I paid you to say it. By the way, that's the great Joni Carroll, uh, our voiceover uh, person extraordinaire we had back in the day. 2002, she voiced those. I've been using it. You talk about getting money's work. <clears throat> money's work, money's worth out of something. I've been using those every day for 18 years. <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, we might be playing sports with no fans. It looks more and more like when we do get sports back, if that'll be the case, right? Well, um, remember LeBron saying, if ain't no fans, I ain't playing. And then they're like, LeBron, uh, this is what's going to happen. And he's like, ah, uh, never mind. But everyone's like, oh, they'd be creepy, they'd be weird. 
A's fans would say, um, yeah, it'd be like a regular Tuesday night against the Mariners. But interesting perspective from Mr. Guaranteed Contract himself, Kirk Cousins. He says he loves the fans of Minnesota, but he also makes it sound like he'd be perfectly happy playing at an empty U.S. Bank stadium because when you think about the NFL shifting to a virtual offseason that is going to get underway uh, in five days, even though the team facilities are closed indefinitely, we're wondering if the NFL, of course, will be playing in front of empty stadiums as well. So the timing of the shutdown in sports has affected everyone but football. And there could be no games played. We hope that's not it. But what about no fans? Kirk Cousins said on ESPN, honestly, we practice every day in an empty grass area and pump in fake crowd noise for away games. But more often than not, you're used to it. OTA practices don't have a lot of pomp and circumstance to them. So honestly, to just go out there and play the game would be kind of refreshing a breath of fresh air to just let us know that we don't have to have all the smoke and the fire. We can just play football. So long as we're playing the game, I won't have a lot of complaints. And hopefully, if it's still not returned to normal, we can find a way to make it work. Interesting. Not only does he say no fans would be refreshing, he throws in a breath of fresh air, just in case we didn't really know what he meant by refreshing. Okay. He just wants the football and the field and the competition. It's sort of like Mick Shrimpton, the second Spinal Tap uh, drummer to spontaneously combust. He said, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. He said, if I could have the sex and the drugs, I could do without the rock and roll. So uh, needless to say, not everyone is going to share Kirk Cousins' views on the matter. And of course, it had to come from somebody, I don't want to call him weird because he's not weird, But he's always sort of had this love-hate relationship with his fans in D.C., and I don't think there's anything wrong with the guy. I think he's a good quarterback. I've worked with people who think Kirk Cousins is a waste of space. I don't. I don't think he's uh, (laughs) a guy who's going to lead the charge at Brandywine at the point of the cavalry charge with his sword out, but I do think that He's better than average. But, I mean, uh, and remember, LeBron, the quote with him, we play games without fans? No, that's impossible. I ain't playing if I ain't got fans in the crowd. That's who I play for. I play for my teammates and I play for the fans. That's about it. So if I show up to an arena and there ain't no fans, I ain't playing. They can do what they want to do. Well, then he had to backtrack on that. But, excuse me, no cough button here. While Cousins would find it refreshing to lack all the pomp and circumstance, and um, what did he call it? Uh, Smoke and fire. And look, there's no doubt that it's over the top. NBA games are an absolute assault to your senses. The stimuli coming down, raining down upon you. Uh, They have uh, the guys who introduce 
the players have to do guttural screams. In his second year from Washington State, fell my cracking. Flames, fire. And I understand it is to get you pumped up. <clears throat> By the way, the NBA had a rule that once play resumed, <clears throat> you can't play music. I mean, you see that in Major League Baseball. Guys walk up sound, song started too late, and then they kill it. Or hockey, the music dies. NFL, music dies. In NBA, uh-uh. The whole time, it's just going. The B-I-D-D-Y-K-A-N-E, serving many and plenty. Competition, waiting for an extradition. I'm straight up dissing and dismissing, listen. You know, the raps just be flowing, y'all. When the Charlotte Hornets came in, when the other team had the ball, they would play this buzzing sound, like, and then the Charlotte team would get the ball. The other team would get it, and they're like, you can't do that. Oh, if we can't. So I get it. It would be refreshing to not have the fire, but no fans. Here's the thing about fans. They're the ones that pay your check. Now, it's infinitesimal. The people who scream at cops, I pay your check. I pay your salary. Eh, kind of. Maybe a 90th of a penny comes from your taxes, but I get it. So <clears throat> you don't want to, at a time when people have <clears throat> a great chance to say, screw it, and never come back to talk about, ah, I'll be fine without you. <laughs> people, <laughs> they're hemorrhaging money. Uh, now, they're already rich. The owners are anyway. But a lot of people, the money is just, you know, as Mad Magazine used to draw it, a dollar bill with wings on it. You know, it's just flying away. And you need every fan back that you can possibly get. A guy who's going to buy one ticket to one game, please come. We will miss you. And then one of your star quarterbacks just says, ah, be refreshing. Breath of fresh air. Now, this is a stadium that he's in, shiny, brand spanking, new, amazing-looking Viking ship there on Chicago Avenue in Minneapolis. These are designed to awe the fans and to keep funneling them in. Even when the team sucks, it's like, oh, I got to get to that building. It's such a, it's the place to be, y'all, for shizzle. Well, <clears throat> the element of home field advantage, what is that uh, predicated upon? Uh, the presence of fans. So I don't mean to say Kirk Cousins is some sort of horrible person. I completely understand what he's talking about. It's just these things always come out wrong because he's thinking, oh, no fire and brimstone and we can just play. That's all I want to do is play. But a fan's going to take it like, oh, you don't want me there with my big Goldilocks braids and my Viking horns. Screw you, man. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Prepare your vehicle for the weather ahead during Super Start Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on batteries and accessories. Plus, save on your next oil change with five quarts of Valvoline Max Life Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter, just $28.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Your business ideas need room to run wild. But there's no room for error when you're raising the bar. A reliable partner can make a real difference. That's the role of a realtor. An irreplaceable expert who represents your values. A reassuring voice of reason helping you research and reach the right decisions. So you can run your business without running the risk. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I did. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the planet on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, It is our pleasure now to welcome to the show James Boswick, attorney and author, and he's here to talk about how COVID-19 has affected uh, our uh, court system here in the United States. But uh, before we get to that, uh, James, your novel Acts of Omission 
uh, from Simon and Schuster. It's going to come out in paperback on uh, June 20th, and this is a novel. But correct me if I'm wrong. This is kind of based upon. Do I call it a historical novel on a case that you had, right? Yes, it's uh, loosely based on a trial I had back in the 80s uh, when, as a young lawyer, I took on uh, sued actually for legal malpractice. Most people consider the most famous lawyer in the country. Uh, of course, the book is highly fictionalized version of that, but yeah, it's it's uh, that's the bones of it. Do you think, and you're a Bay Area guy like me, are we truly the most litigious state in the union, or is that kind of overblown? Oh, I think that's overblown. I think it's easy for people to say things like that, but every time a person calls me. Uh, and talks about some devastating thing that's happened to their family. The first thing they say is, "I never thought about suing. I never, I I don't want to sue. I don't like the idea. But you know, our family is. We can't make it. We can't survive with what's happened to us. Uh, no, I think most people don't like the idea of a lawsuit. Um, it's it, you know, it's it's distasteful to most of us. Heck, I'm a lawyer, and I don't want to be suing people. You know. <laughs> Well, I think also uh, people take a broad paintbrush to lawyers and they'll take, you know, like a malpractice lawyer like you and think that you're all ambulance chasers and, you know, you're just trying to get punitive and compensatory damages for anything you possibly can to make yourselves rich. That's sort of the uh, stereotype, right? That is the stereotype. Actually, that was what motivated me to write the book because I wanted people, if they, uh, you know, wanted to have a fun time reading a book that has a little romance and a little fun and a little, you know, danger in it, stuff like that, but also get a real feeling for what a lawyer actually goes through trying to figure out should I take the case? What if I do take the case? What are the risks? Oh my God, I'm going to have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, and you know, if I, if I can't be successful for this family, they're going to be devastated and I'm going to go bankrupt, you know? So it's, it's not quite like people think, uh, ambulance chasing is, is fun to, to joke about, but in, in reality, um, people out there trying to take anything that comes along are, are usually going to have, uh, economic disaster. Was there a, any point? In the book, one of your characters, maybe a dumb guy, and you had a friend say, "Is that supposed to be me?" <laughs> hey, yes, that has happened to me a few times, and with people that have read the book. And there are some very well-known characters in the book that that uh, folks have uh, have fun trying to figure out who they are, and and uh, and some of them are very real, and some of them are totally figments of my imagination, and of course, some of them were fun combinations of people well sure so um let's talk about how we do the process now of of jury selection which is what's the french word for that i forgot voir dire that's it voir dire so i mean i've been on jury duties before what happens now do you are they doing it on skype i mean we can't shut down the entire judicial system right well you know Probably we didn't we didn't during any of the world wars and we didn't uh, during uh, we we have shut down the judicial system the judicial system is essentially ground to a halt 
the Supreme Court is not hearing cases, the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, the counties all over the state uh, here are taking different approaches to it, but most of the judges are home, sheltering in place. Um, I can't get a case to move. Every jury trial in San Francisco was moved down the road 90 days, and that's just for the moment. We can't pick a jury right now. People can't sit that close to each other. And it's fascinating to think about, you know, as we come into a new normal, we're not just going to suddenly be able to go back to life as it was. So how is the, how are we going to, you know, civil cases are one thing. That's just maybe a family with a terribly brain damaged child that's been waiting years to get to court so they can maybe, maybe have some economic security and get some help and have a life. That's, that's a civil case. Criminal cases, however, are going to always take precedence. And the criminal cases, because they have a right to a trial by jury, and they have a right to a trial, a speedy trial. And that always used to be waived by the defendants because they'd rather delay, right? Now they don't waive it. Now what are the courts going to do? They've got to provide them a speedy trial. When we get going again, all those courts in the state are going to be taking care of that backlog of criminal cases and how are they going to pick a jury? Am I supposed to stand on, I'm not a criminal lawyer, but I, I picked a lot of juries, and am I supposed to stand up and pick a jury with a mask on my face and a mask on the juror's face? And I can't even see whether they're smiling at me or, or, or sneering. I, I don't know, I can't get a sense of them, if, and that's if I'm close enough to see them with a mask on. What if they're, you know, what if they're on TV? What if I'm having to pick a jury, you know, uh, in a in uh, in on Zoom, you know? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's that's all of a sudden TV has come into our courtrooms. It's a very strange thing, um, you know. When we when we try a jury case, jurors get to sit there. You know, they're all from all over the community, and they put their common sense together and make common sense decisions. That's what's the beauty of the system. People don't want to sit there and, and spend their time, but when they get a chance to actually do it, they usually find it was a fabulous, fabulous experience. And yeah. how are they supposed to do it now when they can't talk to each other, when they can't see the witnesses, when they can't get up close and personal? You know, I don't know. Yeah, a couple more questions for Attorney James Boswick, author of Acts of Omission. You, you, we always hear, even before this, that there's a backlog of cases. How many times have you run into the person who said, look, I know the Supreme Court has some pressing issues, but the injunction on my neighbor's barking dog has to take precedent over everything. In fact, I insist on it. <laughs> well, they can insist all they want. That doesn't mean the court's going to listen any more than they'll listen to me if I'm worried about some case of mine that really, really should have you know, maybe I have a lady that's dying of cancer, uh, and she's only got a few months to get her case heard. Um, the courts you know, do the best they can, and they're way underfunded in our system. And now, unfortunately, with everything that's happened, they're going to be more underfunded. The courts are doing the best they can. Um, but uh, the, the guy that wants that injunction for the dog barking, he better talk to his neighbor and have get a bark collar. <laughs> well, I know you 
you may, you know, everybody needs that they don't need to step up, but it's nice to see people step up the whole think globally, act locally, whatever you can do to help, even if you're just checking in on a neighbor. But you're saying that lawyers can reduce the impact of COVID-19. In fact, you've identified six things, James. Yes. Uh, well, there's lots of things that we can do. Well, I think the most important thing we can do is work all work together, you know, to help everybody understand that this distancing thing is working, and we can't just let up on it. Uh, I mean, I'm sitting at home. I'd rather be in the office, but I have been in the office for weeks. And when I go out to the store for my wife, I have a mask on and, and gloves, and I feel kind of stupid. I think that's why we're doing so well in California, and we can't, I'm, you know, I'm afraid, we can't let up on it. Yeah, we can all help each other, and, we, and, the, and the lawyers can help the courts. You know, the, the courts need help now. They need lawyers' ideas about how to process all this stuff, and the lawyers can help each other because although we're adversaries, in fact, you know, we all are, are professionals, and we're all uh, what they call officers of the court. And we all have the same needs and we all have the same desires to have the system work fairly for our clients and to have it work smoothly and, and not to have justice delayed. You know, the old saying, justice delayed is justice denied. Have you ever been held in contempt of court? And if not, what was the closest you ever got? <laughs> no. No, I haven't. Good Lord, I, I, I though I often pack a toothbrush uh, in my briefcase. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I haven't. But once in a while, and and rarely do you do this because uh, the, the judge is the master. I mean, they have the black robe and they're in charge, even if you don't necessarily agree with what they're doing. But once in a while, you just have to disagree, and once in a while, you have to just say, "Wait a minute." And I've come close a couple times, but not. Thank, thank goodness, not very often, because most judges, you know, are yeah, they're smart. Uh, that's why they're there. They know that they better listen, uh, because the lawyer's job is to help them not make a mistake. Have you ever thought about being a judge, or you don't want to take the pay cut? Oh Lord, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I it would be a pay cut. That's true. I don't think they're paid nearly enough for what they do. They work really hard. Uh, but I, I it, that's a lot of stress. Uh, they have, they have to make decisions that uh, would haunt you. It's not an easy job. Uh, I mean, well, people think, well, the power thing. You know, they have a lot of power. Yes, that's true. But uh, with the power goes the decision making, and people's lives are, you know, going to depend on what you do. Uh, I don't envy them that, and uh, and I respect what they do. Last question, and I'm, you know, I'm sure prosecutors and criminal attorneys get this threaten you like USOB, you ruined everything for me, I'll have my revenge, that type of thing. Do I hear that from other lawyers? No, have you ever heard that from anybody in your career? Well, I've heard that. I've I've heard it. I've seen it on the faces of people I've cross-examined. Certainly. Um, <laughs> And, you know, when things haven't worked out well for the, whoever was the defendant. Uh, but no, because that's, that's the beauty of our system. It is a balanced system. Uh, everybody gets, they get their shot. They get their chance. 
And, and, and probably that's the only weakness in the system is that for people that don't have as much, you know, we have legal aid, um, we have, um, you know, public defenders, but they're way underfunded. And we really, we need health care, but we need to fund the, the, the safety net in the judicial system, in the justice system for the people that can't get access. That really needs to be funded, and uh, that has to be done. I think that that's critical. Um, you know, that's something I yeah. spend hours on. Yeah, no, I hear you. We've been speaking with James Boswick. Make sure to check out his uh, novel. It's going to be from Simon & Schuster, paperback on June 20th, called Acts of Omission, based on a true story. James, and thanks did, for your time did, did and your, you know? your insights, and uh, let's do it again sometime. Thanks. It was just nominated for the Harper Lee Awards, so that's a wow. kind of fun, too. And the, and the hardbound sold out. It's the first edition's gone. Well, you could do the old Letterman line. It had to do a second printing because the first printing, all it was smeared. <laughs> yes, that's good. <laughs> all right. Thanks, James. Thank Remember, you. Kid, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Byline. to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. We got a real astronaut coming up in about uh, 10 minutes and the third hour and open lines at 1 800 878 play. You know, we miss out on so many milestones as we go through this, um, you know, in, in all of our sports and also <clears throat> birthdays, anniversary, things like that. Today is Jackie Robinson Day. April 15th, 1947, the first African-American player in MLB stepped out to Ebbets Field for the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers. And uh, we know that means that everyone in baseball today would be wearing the number 42 on their back with uh, with no name. And so um, just yet another thing that um, we're missing out on. But we want to make sure that uh, we remind everybody you know, we think April 15th, it's like the tax man is coming. But it's um, baseball fans know that it is Jackie Robinson Day. All right, um, we got another hour to go, and I'd love your participation at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant 
instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. I'm Rick Tittle. I'll be with you for another hour, and it's great to have you with us. Sports Byline USA, but yes, we cover ever, I like to say, eclectic uh, topics. We'll talk about how the beekeepers are being affected by the pandemic. No, we're not going to do that. But we will talk to an astronaut. There's a really cool show coming up on Sunday on the Science Channel about the uh, Hubble Telescope. 30th anniversary, and we'll talk to Mike Massamino. Michele, Michele Massamino. Rick, that's racist towards Italians. Uh, also, um, the rest, other than that, then we'll really start getting out. We'll talk about the draft. Mm, draft. Draft. We talk about actual baseball being played in Taiwan with creepy mannequins. Those aren't mannequins. I tweeted a, a picture out of the sick mannequins, and somebody said, um, those are actually sex dolls. And then somebody goes, I like the redhead. And I'm like, can I tweet something where it's not deranged and perverted? Because as I said before, <laughs> I'll tweet something, especially back in the early days when I was on 95.7, and I tweet out, I guess I could literally put a picture of an apple pie and say apple pies is tasty and people be like Niners suck, Raiders suck, Giants suck, A's of this team that sucks. Yeah, but the yeah, zero splash hits with it. and it's just ah. Uh. So I put out the picture. Those are sex dolls. She's good looking. I know we're all cooped up, but uh, try and behave, will you? I'm trying to trying to behave on Twitter, which. As Shooty Babbitt said, 99% evil. I, well, I won't say it's 99% evil. I'll say it's 99% negative. I mean, you literally, like I w- earlier on the show, I had Alexis Glick on, and uh, she's raising money for school kids, and she's she needs an extra $50 million, whatever, to feed everybody. I'm sure someone will be like, give up your house in the Hamptons if you really want to feed people. There are just some dumbasses. That's the only way they think. If you really want to help, why don't you sell your second car? Yeah, I'd rather avoid those idiots <laughs> when you, they just sit back and complain and moan and grow. Sometimes you do need to moan and groan, just not 24-7. All right, astronauts, come on back. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show with you all over North America and the American Forces Radio Network worldwide. It's great to welcome to the show former astronaut Mike Massimino, and he's here to talk about uh, the uh, Science Channel. is going to have a really cool thing on Sunday at 8 o'clock Pacific and um, uh, Eastern as well. It's uh, called uh, Hubble, 30 Years of Discovery about the Hubble Telescope, which uh, Mike worked on. 
And uh, he also has a book called Spaceman, the true story of a young boy's journey to becoming an astronaut. Mike, thanks for being on the show. And I remember, you know, when I was in college and Letterman would joke about how the Hubble telescope, they paid all this money and it broke. And I guess one of the mirrors was off just, you know, infinitesimal amount, but everything was blurry and we had to go up there and fix it. And I, I guess on the one hand, it was a disaster, but it also showed that, you know, people could go up there and actually fix it. It was a great challenge that was overcome. So what was that like for you when you, you got to go up there and work on it? Uh, yeah, hey, Rick, thanks for, for having me. I really appreciate the, the opportunity to speak with you. And um, the, uh, yeah, the, what, what you describe is what, how I kind of found it. I was in graduate school when uh, when the Hubble was launched and quickly discovered that it couldn't see very well and was a big embarrassment uh, for the country, I, for the, ta- you know, the taxpayers who paid for it, and NASA especially was kind of under the gun. It was just, you know, everyone's looking forward to what it would show us, and it didn't really show us very much that in the visible light spectrum it couldn't see very well because, as you said, there was just a, an aberration. The mirror was off, just ground incorrectly. It's a big mirror that is needed in in the telescope to, to, uh, to get those images. And it was less than the size of a human hair. The width of that's how small that aberration was, the, the manufacturing problem, but it just really caused a terrible effect that you can see very much with the telescope at all. So the repair, first repair mission um, happened uh, three years after that uh, first launch, and they basically gave the telescope glasses. They put in an instrument that could refocus the light, just like glasses refocuses the light or contact lenses refocuses the light correctly into your eyes so you can see correctly if you're nearsighted or farsighted. And uh, that worked great. And uh, that was the first story submission. Uh, there were four more to follow, and I was on the final two of those. So it's, you mentioned that. We, we heard, I heard about this well before I was with NASA about the telescope and its problems, and, and then it was fixed, and that was a great, uh, a, a great victory and a success for NASA being able to overcome that problem and then to actually be involved with the missions was, was pretty cool for me. Yeah, and and the whole concept, I guess, was for the, us lay people is that we can only see so much from our light buckets or our telescopes on Earth. We need to get beyond the atmosphere. We need to get something out there. And once it was fixed, all the things they could do, like 3 Ding dark matter, but then finding out the age of the universe, some, what is it, 13.8 billion years old. It's, it's amazing what this thing has brought in. And for you fixing it, that meant spacewalking i mean can you even uh describe what spacewalking is like to the rest of us yeah it's uh it's the coolest thing i've ever done uh and what you're doing is getting outside of the spacecraft and you're in your own space suit you're like you're almost in your own you really are in your own little space uh spaceship because you're going to go out into the vacuum of space where there's no air no pressure uh, high radiation, uh, micrometeorite possibilities, uh, and you need to be protected from all that. And the temperature differences between uh, sun and, and cold are extreme, so you need to be kept comfortable. You get a sunrise and set when you're in orbit uh, every 45 minutes. We go around the planet 17,500 miles an hour, and now you're in your own little spaceship, your own spacesuit doing that. Um, and uh, and it, you, every every 90 minutes, you do one lap at that speed, one orbit, and half of it's in sunlight and half of it's in darkness. So that's where you get the temperature extremes quite frequently. Every 45 minutes, you go through a change. 
but it's just extraordinary, Rick. I mean, the, I mean, the, the opportunity to get out there and be able to look wherever you want. When you're inside the spaceship and you get to space, you look outside and you see the Earth and the stars, and it looks really cool. But then you're out there in that environment. Um, I, I would say a couple things. One is is that it uh, an analogy might be uh, looking at an aquarium, you know, going to an aquarium with your family or kids and looking out, looking at the fish. Oh, look at the pretty fish. Isn't that nice? And then becoming a scuba diver. You know, you, now you're interacting with that environment. That's what I thought. We're looking through the window of the spaceships, kind of like almost like looking at an aquarium. Oh, doesn't that look pretty? But then when you go out the spacewalk, you're interacting with that environment. And then where we were at Hubble, um, we were 100 miles higher than where the shuttle would normally fly. Space station's at 250 miles up. Hubble's at 350 miles up. So we got to see more of the curve of the planet, um, which was extraordinary. You don't see as much detail, but you see the curvature of our planet from that, from that altitude. And it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Our planet is really beyond words to describe its beauty. I felt like I was looking into an absolute paradise, and I feel we're very lucky to be here. Absolutely amazing. And uh, we're speaking with Mike Massimino about um, the show Hubble 30 Years of Discovery. is going to be on the Science Channel on Sunday. The book, Spaceman, the true story of a young boy's journey to becoming an astronaut. Um, and by the way, the micro meteorite, you're talking like a space bullet. I never even thought about something like that flying around out yeah, there. Yeah, because you're, you're going so fast. No matter if you hit anything going at that speed, you're going to know about it. And uh, the Hubble itself uh, has been hit. There's a, a high-gain antenna, which is a, a, a dish, like a, a satellite a antenna dish on the telescope has got a hole in it about the size of a golf ball that went through it. And it's been hit. I mean, we took off uh, one of the instruments had a radiator that was exposed to space for many years. And it looked like somebody had taken a BB gun to it had all these little impact craters in it. So things get hit. You're just hopeful those things don't come when you're out there. And so far we've been lucky in that area. No doubt. Do you think it's probably, I don't know, fascinating that, you're you might be more famous than Neil Armstrong to some teenagers because you're the first human being to ever tweet from space. Yeah, I don't think I'm more famous than Neil. I mean, Neil Armstrong <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, that's maybe pushing it there, Rick. Uh, maybe you can think of a few other astronauts. Maybe yeah, the tweet from yeah. space. It also has a connection with Neil Armstrong. When I first when I first met Neil Armstrong as a new astronaut, I asked him, you know, you remember what he said on the moon? You, you, oh, yeah. you heard what he said, right? It's sure. been one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And I asked him, when I first met him, I asked him, how'd you come up with that? You know, and, and he said, I go, did you think about it? Did your wife tell you to say that? How'd you come up with that? And he said that, he says, Mike, you know, I didn't think about it until after I landed on the moon. And I said, really? He said, yeah, because because if I didn't land on the moon, Mike, there'd be no reason to say anything. And he told me, what he, he used it as a, a, a teaching lesson. He said, Mike, you know, in this bit, you're new to this business, but, you know, you've got to stick to business first and worry about all that other stuff later. And I said, okay, I got it. And so years later, I got asked to send the first tweet from space. And, and people, you know, the press was asking, what are you going to tweet? And so I said, Neil Armstrong said, don't worry about it until I get there. And so that's what I did. I didn't think about it until I got to orbit and I opened up the computer and I looked at the computer and I thought to myself, that was the worst advice I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> I should have thought of something. And I, I started doubting my hero. It's like, how did he come up with that thing? There's no way he came up with that on the moon. I'm only floating around in space. I can't think of what the right. So I just blurted out something. The launch was awesome. They made fun of me on Saturday Night Live. My kids like that. So that's part of it. But, yes, I was the first guy to tweet from space. So take that, Neil Armstrong. 
Yeah, and I guess if it was a real tweet, you you could be the first tweet. You could just put you up. You know, you could put yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Last question for you. As you wanted to be yeah. an astronaut um, your whole life, did you ever have a moment like, oops, I actually am one, like, you know, when the space shuttle's launching or you're outside mm-hmm. and you like, you know, maybe I maybe I didn't want to be an astronaut after all, or was it all just uh, gravy for you? No, it was a it was a cool job. It was one of the few times where like something you dream about actually lives up to being as cool as you think it's better. It's just awesome. I mean, I think you know, I, you know, being a professional athlete or doing the things like you get to do, having a, a radio show or something, you know, something that you dream about doing, and then you get to do it. Uh, being an astronaut's right up there. I just loved it. But I uh, tell you what, uh, I described this in my book. Uh, when I got out to the launch pad, my very first flight, um, it was a night launch. Uh, and so we got out there at about 2 or 3 a.m. It was about 3 a.m. when we arrived at the launch pad. The whole area is clear because they put fuel in the tank just a few hours before, and they clear the area. I'd never been around a space shuttle that was fueled before. And when I fueled, everyone's kind of happy and a lot of people around. Once they fuel it, they get, they get everybody out of there because you basically have a bomb sitting there a little bit too close to Disney World. So, like, everyone got out of the way. So it's deserted. <laughs> It's dark. The space shuttle's all lit up and ready to go. All the support structure is now gone. And what you see is a spaceship fueled and there's smoke coming off of it, which is just water vapor, but a little bit of smoke coming off the top of this thing. And because of those cold temperatures, the cryogenic fuel, which is very cold temperature fuel, it's like bending the groaning of the metal in the pumps. It was making these unworldly noises like it was alive and it looked like a beast. And, Rick, that was the time that I thought, after all those years of dreaming about going to space since I was a little kid, I thought to myself, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> so that's when – that was the moment. I was like, well, I sh- you know, maybe I should have thought about – I should have thought this one through a little bit more. But certainly that's when it that's when it hit me. But by that point, it was too late. It was like I couldn't change my mind. Yeah. It was like, oh, no, got to go. Great stuff. And I uh, want to remind everybody, it's going to be a great two-hour uh, special about the remarkable story about Hubble and about how people who had thought of it made it and people who worked on it, like our guest, uh, Mike Massimino. Make sure to check it out. It's going to be uh, Sunday at 8 p.m. on the Science Channel. And also pick up his book, Spaceman, the True Story of a Young Boy's Journey to Becoming an Astronaut. And remember, he did compare being an astronaut to being a radio host, so I will take that. There you go. Mike. Yeah, whatever your dream is. <laughs> thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Let's catch up soon. I, I like it, Rick. Thanks, uh, thanks for covering it, and, uh, and thanks for uh, thanks for promoting the the, uh, the show and the book. I, I think people are going to really enjoy the show. So tune in on Sunday. Thank you. All right, great stuff. Thanks, Mike. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, Okay. You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. All right, already. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you all around, all around the world. You know, the draft. <clears throat> Aren't you going to talk about lawyers? No, no, no. The draft. I want to talk about the MLB mock draft, too. And there's some real strangers in there. But there could be some surprises in this draft. In fact, I guarantee it. There will be some weird surprises. Joe Burrow's going to be number one, and then who the heck knows what's going to happen? What do we know? That's the only certainty. If the Dolphins aren't convinced that Tua is healthy, they might pass on him at five. We know things like that. But what about 
one where we all go, whoa. And I think that moment will happen if Jordan Love is drafted ahead of Justin Herbert. <clears throat> now you might say, oh, that's not going to happen. His measurables are off the chart. You can't even measure them, apparently. Um, Herbert, by the way, has spent his entire life in Eugene, Oregon. And some people say wherever he goes, it's going to suck because he's going to be homesick. I'm like, that's really a harsh indictment on anyone who's never got out of their hometown. There are plenty of stars of stage and screen that never rode an aeroplane until they hit it big. Is that? But Herbert at the Senior Bowl said that NFL teams say, we need more leadership from you. <clears throat> so if you wanted to get out the science uh, kit with the Petri dishes and the Bunsen burners and the uh, test tubes, you could start saying, hmm, brand new city, the expectations of being a franchise quarterback, top 10 pick, and you have to be a leader, it's not going to happen. That's that's a bit much. It could be too much to ask of love as well. I mean, love has had to deal with adversity for the entirety of this last season, in fact. We only saw glimpses of his potential last year. It was his 2018 campaign that put him in this first round conversation last fall. And so we all kind of looked at him and said, but listen, both love and Herbert will probably have to sit a year. Well, you would like them to sit a year, like Patrick Mahomes, like Jared Goff, like whomever. But there are going to be scouts that are going to say, I know this guy was in the Pac-12 and this guy was in the boonies, but Jordan Love is the guy to take. That could be one of the curveballs. Another one, <clears throat> I saw a rumor that the Raiders were going to trade up to take C.J. Henderson. He's a good corner. There's no doubt. Jeff Okuda will be the top corner in this draft, and it's not even close. As I said, it's perceived value. We'll see how it all fleshes out, but right now it's not close. It's him and then everybody else. He's the total package. He's, uh, they say, a stronger version, a tougher version of Marshawn Lattimore who was also a Buckeye and a first-rounder. But C.J. Henderson, the number two corner in the class, apparently it's not even close there. So it's Okuda, no one's close. Henderson, no one is close at three. He checks every box. He ran a sub 4-4. He had an amazing season as well. The big knock on him is that he can't tackle very well, but he's great at covering. Well, I mean, there are a lot of guys that can't tackle very well who are great at, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but there are guys who made money. Darrell Darrell Rivas couldn't tackle very well. Deion Sanders couldn't tackle very well. Namdi Asama couldn't tackle. And <clears throat> he couldn't <laughs> guard people either there for a while, pulling the wool over uh, all our eyes. But, um, you know, if you see him go in the top ten, the Jaguars at nine, would be one if they decide to address the offensive line in the second uh, first-round pick, which would be 20 overall. The Panthers could take Henderson at 7 if Derek Brown is off the board. We could even see the Chargers 
pull the trigger at six. But as I said, these will be surprises. The Chargers are going to draft a quarterback. But I said the um, that the Raiders will trade up from 12. I believe, and I would bet money, that Henderson will be there at 12. And I don't know if they take him or not. But remember, they got Trayvon Mullen in the second round. One thing that Mike Mayock was saying, he was addressing the press yesterday, was he says <clears throat> there could very well be a number one ride receiver on day two. And he said in the third round, he said, we have third, three third round picks and it's like stealing. It's not like stealing when you consider that the Raiders have sucked and have given away amazing talent to get those picks. I wouldn't say stealing, but he says, if we do our job right, we'll get three starters. Well, that would be tremendous if they could do that. The guy they're talking about who could be that person would be Michael Pittman, who's rated as the 10th best wide receiver. But we talk about him the same way we talk about Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown, or D.K. Metcalf. None of those guys were first-round picks, but they all, play, they all outplayed in Keel Harry and Marquise Brown. Pittman is six foot four. He makes acrobatic catches. So he could be one of those guys. Let's go to Charlie in New York City. I got a couple minutes. What's up, my man? Hey, Rick. I'll be real quick. Um, I, I'm uh, regarding the draft. I was looking at uh, uh, the latest mock because that's all I have to do now during the day, other than looking for zombies. Uh, Mel Kiper had uh, the Raiders taken Henderson with their 12th pick, and then and Love with their 19th pick. He didn't have them taking a receiver. Maybe thinking that this is such a deep draft. For receivers, they would take someone later on. I guess uh, my question for you is, regardless of who they draft, I think they're going to take a receiver with the 12th pick. If at 19, Tua or Love are still there and they don't take either of them and they go with uh, whichever, a linebacker or someone else, would you be disappointed? Um, I wouldn't be disappointed. Um, you know, in a perfect world, I would I'd have to take Tua over Love. He's more accomplished, but I think Mike Mayock was kind of setting the scene for maybe doing something like that and passing on a wide receiver on day one because, I mean, CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Justin Jefferson, they're all going to go in the first round. But if you look at Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State, who I love, I just mentioned Pittman, LaVisca Cheneau, he might be a late first-round pick, but there's Jalen Rieger, Denzel Mims, KG Hamler. There's some great wide receivers in there that could end up being that Terry McLaurin uh, or the DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, those guys from uh, Ole Miss, that it could be that type of thing. So I, I think that's what Mayock is thinking. You think they'll be there in the third round? Because the Raiders don't have any second-round picks. You think someone of that ilk will be there in, in the third round for the Raiders? Yeah, yeah. I, I have no doubt. It, I mean, they can package two threes to move into the second round if they want oh, to, yeah, if they right. really are. Yeah, if they're really in love with a guy. But um, uh, with three threes, Mayock says he wants to get three starters out of it. So it's going to be intriguing so, for sure. Charlie, I got to run, man, but thanks right, for the all call. All right, Rick. Take care. Take care. All right, good stuff. That's Charlie in New York City. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back.
It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Are you a 1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. That's a long way to go for a return. Thank you for that. Rick Tittle with you. And the lines are available. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. Are you going to talk about telescopes? Not right now. But taking a look 
through our telescopes to Formosa, or as the kids call it, Taiwan. We have baseball going on right now in CPBL, the Chinese Professional Baseball League. And uh, they uh, were supposed to have their opening day March 14th, and they moved it up to uh, April 11th. And so it opened on Saturday, and then it was postponed due to rain. But we did get some baseball in on Sunday. <clears throat> so even with the delay and the empty stadium, and as I said, the uh, stands filled with, they're not sex dolls, I don't think, um, <laughs> mannequins. Uh, the Rakuten Monkeys also had robot fans uh, as well, which I think is pretty cool. Has there ever been a team called the Monkeys? Hey, hey, we're the Monkeys. Peter Tork, Michael Nesmith, Mickey Dolenz, and Davy Jones. Wow, I just pulled all four of those out of my behind. But uh, there's no team called the Monkeys. It just doesn't really work in America that name, but the Rakuten Monkeys. Even with that delay, the game between China Trust Brothers and the Uni President 7-Eleven Lions was a welcome sight, I think, for baseball fans. But let's just go back. I already forgot how weird the name China Trust Brothers are. Because after that, I said, Uni President 7-Eleven Lions. <laughs> so, China Trust, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's a bank. But the brothers, that would not work in America. Say, what's up with your brothers? Yeah, it just would not work. But it's not enough that 7-Eleven sponsors a team. Uni President, whatever that is. Both of them, Uni President, 7-Eleven, Ham Fighter, Lions. And so if you want to take a closer look at what is Kai Weng Cheng, an outfielder with, they just call them the Uni Lions, uh, he hit the first home run of the season in the first inning. And that means <clears throat> he hit the world's first meaningful home run in 2020. And it was off the foul pole which is pretty cool. Now, Kai Wang Chang goes by Kevin, because if you look at it, Kai Wen, Kevin, he goes by Kevin Chang. Um, a fun coincidence, the pitcher who served it up was none other than Ariel Miranda. <laughs> Miranda, 31 years old, and he was a relief pitcher uh, for the Mariners, he was a starter for the Orioles. He's been uh, in 44 big league games, his ERA just under five. Uh, the last two years, he'd been playing in Nippon professional baseball. That, of course, would be Japan in their two leagues, the Pacific League and the Central League. Um, there were, <clears throat> uh, you know, you see a headline saying, the brothers rally. What brothers? Cal and Billy Ripken? But no, Cheng's home run gave us obviously the Uni Lions a one nothing lead, but it didn't stay that long because the brothers tied the game in the fourth when Tzu Tian Chan provided his own solo home run. If I was Chinese, I want that would be my first name. T Z U hyphen H S I E N. Tzu Xian. Tzu Tian Chan had his own home run. And they tweeted out, and a lot of it obviously was in um, Chinese characters, 
but in English, hashtag brothers never give up. Well, I hope you don't give up in the fourth when you're down one nothing. <laughs> but that long ball was also off Ryan Fearabend. Ryan Fearabend, the knuckleballer who pitched with the Mariners, the Rangers, and the Blue Jays. Now, this is a guy who played in 33 games. His ERA was 7.34 in the bigs. And I remember him very well because I was doing the A's game against the Mariners at the Coliseum. It was a night game, probably like a Friday night. Maybe it was a a Saturday night game. It used to be a lot of Saturday night games. But I was doing the game, and um, I told people that um, Feierabend in German is Feierabend. Abend is means evening. Feierabend in German just means quitting time. That means the work is over. It's just a catchphrase for um, no more work. And years later, I saw some discuss. It's weird when people discuss you online, but I saw some kind of discussion, and somebody said, "Well, Rick Tittle was the guy who taught me that Feierabend means quitting time." So it stuck with someone, but you know they anglicized it so. F-E-I-E-R-A-B-N-D. This said Fearbend. So now I know uh, where Ryan Feierabend is now. He pitches for the Uni Lions. But defense matters because the game remained one-to-one in the sixth inning. Uh Uh-oh, brothers don't quit due to Lions. Any base runner was going to be significant. And brothers first baseman Wei Ta Su didn't get the memo because he got picked off first base with a really pretty back pick from a lefty as well, gunned down by the pitcher Chen Chong Yu. But the Unilions did prevail. It was a marathon, kind of, 11 innings, victorious by 4-1. to one. And um, this game lasted four and a half hours. So that's the kind of thing where you're like, I can't wait till baseball's back. I can't wait till baseball's back. You get to 4.15 in that game, you're like, I'm so sick of baseball. That's like almost every Raider game, except for a couple seasons, but almost every Raider game when they moved back 25 years ago, now they're gone again. But I'd be so excited to go, whether it was with my dad and my brothers or I had a credential, whatever. And I'd get there, and we'd be down 21 to nothing in the second quarter, and I'd be like, I want to go home so bad right now. (laughs) That's not every game, but almost every game. I'm like, I hate it here. It sucks. But it's just because mostly they were losing. But uh, baseball is back, baby. And that's a cool thing. Now, the mock draft. For remember, we're only going to have five rounds, and I always like looking at the baseball mock draft because. Um, and by the way, MLB can push the back draft from June 10th, the original start date, to as late as July 20th. The expectation is that teams will get at least one month's notice for the exact day they're going to have it, and there is some hope that they will get to 10 rounds, but still five is the most likely scenario. The bonus pools and the individual slot values are going to be the exact same from last year. Um, and then players will only see receive 100K up front. We talked about that. They're going to get the rest of their bonuses July 1st, 2021, July 1st, 2022. So don't buy your own private island just yet. 
the draft was supposed to take place in Omaha to coincide with the College World Series. It's not going to happen, so it's going to be held in Secaucus at the studios in New Jersey. So, <clears throat> look, it's going to be hard, but you know we have enough data. We need to find out signability and, and those other things. The GM of the Tigers, Al Avila, said, I would say that we have a good history from last year to the present day as far as seeing players. I know we already have a full list of all the guys that are pertinent to the draft for us. Obviously, you'd like to see them play more. But I would say if the draft were tomorrow, we'd be prepared for sure. Now, unlike ML, unlike NHL and NBA, I should say there's no lottery. Just like football, you go in order of the year's previous standings. You can't trade picks except for those compensatory picks. Um, the Tigers, obviously, when you lose 111 games um, and 2019 and you have the number one pick, you're going to have it. It's the third time Detroit has had the top pick. They had it in 2018. They took the Auburn righty, Casey Mize. You might remember in 97 they had it, and they took the Rice closer, Matt Anderson. All first-round picks are protected from free agent compensation nowadays. The teams give up later draft picks and internal bonus or international bonus money to sign qualified free agents instead. So despite that, the Astros do not have a first or second round pick this year. We know that. My question is, do the Red Sox, do they have <clears throat> their bonus money and their pool money ready to go? The Astros don't have first and second round next year as well as part of the sign-stealing scandal, the triple S. But each team is given bonus pool money for draft spending each summer, and the penalties for excessive spending are harsh enough, and what it is is tax on overage, forfeiting for future first-rounder, and there's other things that go up. But the bonus pool effectively acts as a soft salary cap. So the five largest bonus pools going into the draft, assuming it's a five-round draft, are Orioles, Tigers, Tigers, Royals, Marlins, Pirates. And you would say, you know, three of those teams are rather small markety. But the Orioles and the Detroit Tigers both have over $13 million. Now, the Olds hold, the Orioles hold the, uh, the second overall pick. And um, if you think about – and they have the highest competitive balance pick as well, which is going to be 30 because now the Astros are out. So, And by the way, the Astros, their bonus pool, $2.1 million. $2.1 million. That was another penalty they have. So you talk about signability. This might actually help the Astros because in a normal year, you're like, oh, my gosh, whatever you want to do, don't get drafted by Houston. Wait, I thought they were the young up-and-coming team going to World Series, winning World Series. Yeah, but now they don't have any cash. So you don't want to get drafted by them. So undrafted free agents, the most you can pay them to come to your team is going to be twenty k. Now, previously, they could get up to $125,000. So we don't know the exact date just yet, but we know that's, you know, look, amateur baseball is shut down the draft class. It is, I hate saying it is what it is, but it is. It's not going to change. A player cannot change their stock unless they get hurt. Now, I guess if you put a video out there where you're doing like some guys do where they're, you know, jumping backwards over six school buses and you're like, wow, we didn't know he was that athletic. But all you can do now is hurt your draft status. 
You, you should be like Kobe Beef and, uh, you know, in a, a hammock or a net somewhere. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to get into the mock. Yes, I surely am. I'm going to get into a mock about what just may go down in the draft. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back on Sports Bio. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Are you saying that I put 
an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla! Is that what you're telling me? This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. We've got a couple of minutes left uh, in the uh, show here. And uh, Vice President Mike Pence uh, had a call today with the uh, College Football Management Committee, it's called, about when to resume college athletics. And one conclusion that was drawn on the call, that the message was clear to Mike Pence, there will be no college football until students are allowed on campus. Bob Bowlesby, the Big Ten commissioner, said, our players and students, and they are students, if we're not in college, we're not having contests. Our message was, we need to get universities and colleges back open. We need to get education-based programs, and we're not going to have sports until something closer to normal in college is going on. So... You know, Pence said, I got it. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. But uh, this is terrible news for the. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I can definitely see it. How are we going to be student athletes if we really aren't even there? All right, tomorrow on the show, uh, amongst uh, other guests, I assume we will be having the NASCAR driver Landon Castle. My thanks today to John Brankus, Alexis Glick. James Boswick, and Mike Massimino. Very cool guests. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you're doing all right. And we will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon in New York. I'm walking here. I'm Rick Tittle. Coming up next, Sports Talk. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.